Welcome to the Step 7 Ministries podcast. The mission is simple. Share Jesus with the addicted. Here we discuss recovery through the lens of Step 7. With Jesus as the center, you'll hear what makes the recovery journey through Step 7 unique and effective. We feature real help with an underlying approach of grace and brotherly love, along with the stories of men who have found recovery through connecting to Step 7 Ministries. Welcome back to the Step 7 Ministries podcast. This is Mike again, and we are going to continue in our series on the steps, and today, of course, is on Step 4, as you see in the title. Uh, and something I have been forgetting to do, neglecting to do, is to ask you to go to uh, where you review podcasts, and the place that I'm very familiar with is Apple Podcasts, where I know this exists and lives, and give this some reviews. I'd love for you to give it a five-star review. The more it can be done... Um, the more it can be disseminated out into the podcast universe. And so I just wanted to love for you to do that and give this uh, podcast a positive review if you love these stories. So today is step four, which is going into more of what can I do to refine recovery and through uh, prayer. So I hope you enjoy this conversation that I have with, uh, with Tom today. Okay, welcome back to the Step 7 Ministries podcast. Today we're in step number Four and welcome back, PT. Glad you're here. Thank you. Um, I call you PT, but I mean, I would just call you Tom and whatever. Don't You've known me think. for I know <laughs> longer. I'm than... one of the fewer people that call you Tom. Everybody else calls you PT. But see, the guy who started the whole thing, he's known you longer than me, Kirk. No, he hasn't. I thought he knew you down at Franktown longer than I've ever. I mean, you've known me longer than Kirk. It's close. Well, really? Yeah. Okay. I know he's well, whatever. Uh, hey, maybe we'll have Kirk sitting <laughs> we, at the table. We do here digress here. I know a little bit. <laughs> Today is on going to be on step four. So, Tom, could you read step four in the verse? Sure. It says, We prayerfully asked him to take away the desire to continue in this activity that separates us from him. Oh, the verse. Okay. Yeah. The verse also is, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And that's out of Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. Okay. Prayer, that's the so piece. So all yeah. about prayer. Yeah, prayerfully asked him to take away the desire. So but so prayerfully is, uh, is a great word, um, but I wanted to step ahead real quick so we can talk about prayer in this, but take away the desire to continue, the desire to continue in this activity. Um, the uh, This is, again, another contrast. And I'm going to, I wish I didn't have to say this, but I, I want to make sure that people get that I don't like when people say this is a disease and I have a, and it becomes an excuse. My mom did this. She said, well, I've got a disease and it put her in the grave, you know, and uh, this step though, the way you wrote it, it's, it, it talks about a desire. It, use the word desire, take away the desire so we have desires for good things, and we have desires for things that are harmful. Um, and these desires are um, underlying the real reason uh, why they are so strong in our lives. Um, we are born into the sinful world. We like sinful things, and we like things that harm us. And uh, not always, but that's the path of addiction. And so um, I just like the way you talk about this being a, a desire because it's not, it's not a disease— it's not something, um, it's a desire that, you know, we want peace, we want to be medicated, we want to have um, our lives better in some way, and that's why the addiction in the first place. We try to escape and all of that. 
in this desire to continue in the activity, um, talk to talk to us about what do you believe about what God can do with our desires based on this step? Well, God can do anything he wants to do with our desires. He's all-powerful. The fact is, is like you were just mentioning, uh, sin can be attractive in this world. Oh, yeah. it, it truly can. And it doesn't always have to come from a bad motivation. Mm. I can have a good motivation and use some something sinful to hopefully get me somewhere. But a lot of times when, when people get into, and I'll, I'll just go back to, let's say, drugs and alcohol, uh, many times they're just trying to shut the tapes off. They're, they're just dealing with stuff they can't deal with, and they're going to get some kind of hopefully peace of mind from going out and getting stupid, like we say. So it's not always a bad motivation. It's, it's the means that we get to heal that motivation that can get, is, is sinful in our lives. Because that's, that's the kind of thing that can kind of take over. Not kind of, it can completely take over. And then we're, we're back in that prison of step one. Uh, prayer is the beginning in my mind. Well, first of all, we, we ask, we consider him in step three to be our higher power, which means we open the door for him to come into our lives. But then we... We kind of kick it open a little further by saying, I'm going to prayerfully uh, enter into this. I want to remove this desire, and that can be another word for sin right there. This desire is, uh, is the thing that's keeping the prison doors shut. And, and so the more I look back on these steps, it is just so beautiful. I believe the Holy Spirit inspired these steps because... I, I've, I've not even looked into them as, as heavy as you have. I like how you, you focus in on that word desire there because that's where, that's where the prison happens. Those desires get a hold of us, those passions, you might say. Yeah. And we, uh, it's almost a, a Buddhist-type concept where we need to detach from those. It's all about detachment from those desires. Well, and um, you, you, you mentioned that it's comes from a place that's not a bad place in terms not of not always it. the motivation isn't bad all the time yeah and uh, i i also think i think you would agree that we don't want to kill desire uh we want to kill desire or we want to switch desires to something we want desire we want to desire god first jesus first and we obviously want to be we wanted to desire life without uh life outside the prison you know we desire a freedom and so we think that this desire to freedom can be solved through an addiction. Then we might think that this problem can be solved through a higher power that isn't Jesus. And you said, how's that working out for you? Um, and so this activity that keeps us separated from him is what is uh, keeping us in that, in that prison. So what would be, for instance, a, uh, a prayer that you might hear someone say or that you might suggest someone say. I, I know you don't want to be prescriptive when it comes to prayers per se, but when it's written, written that we prayerfully asked him, and so I, I know it's saying this explicitly. It would be, God, please take this desire away from me. Right. Uh, but maybe, you know, what else could there be in terms of a prayer life that could help somebody? Well... What we're talking about here is we're, we're in the context of someone who's 
brand new come into an ex, a consideration of Jesus. And so we have to be, we again, we want to keep it gentle here. We want to keep them comfortable. And so the, the, the prayer is, you know, what we need at this point is a, a certain amount of, of repentance, a certain amount of recognizing that my, lay, my way is, is what's causing me all this trouble. It's what's causing me this this prison that I'm living in. And, and it ends up saying that, that separates us from him. And it talks about an activity. That's getting specific about the, the sin. And so the prayer, uh, obviously, well, it would be awesome if, if both people at that point, at this point of the procedure, would would pray. But a lot of times it's just going to be like if I'm working with someone, I'll go ahead and, and have the prayer and have them consider this prayer. But I'll keep it very gentle. You know, Lord, would you just, you know, speak to him, touch him, let him know that you love him, let him know that you're by his side. And if if you can get them to pray something, that's that's awesome. Um, again, we 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 crack the door open a little bit when we ask them if they could consider Jesus, and we we open it up a little further when we go down this prayer path. And it, it you know either person or both praying there is is wonderful. But again, we're not asking them to just fully commit to I'm gonna you know. I'm going to go down this path. This is what I'm going to be all about right now. That's where we want to get them. Uh, we have to we have to understand anything that separates us from him. Down the road, when we become more mature Christians, anything that we put in front of our relationship with him is going to what? It's going to separate us from him, and that doesn't work. That's what we call idolatry. I mention that all the time. And we were, just, we were talking earlier that to, to have a— an inanimate higher power, it makes no sense at all. I mean, this is our creator and our savior. Uh, but I, I, to get back to your question on the prayer, keep it short, keep it simple, uh, keep it loving, keep it encouraging. Sir. Any, anything, anything at this point. What about the person who might say, well, I'm constantly desiring this substance, this thing, um, I'm guessing you've come across guys that it's it's a challenge for them, especially as they're just getting started. And maybe they're done with detox, but the craving is still there. Or right. the problems in their life, this is what happens too, is that the problems don't get better. They might even appear to be worse because now you're starting to face them or deal with them face on. Um, and then, yeah, perhaps there's some consequences. And so all of these moments that happen after someone finds sobriety and is starting a life of recovery can be a place where that desire starts to get a little more magnified. Um, and yet you're saying that this this prayer, it's a prayerfully cons- prayerfully asking him to take away this desire to continue in this activity um, and replace it with what? What would you say to that? Well, I go back. To or who, s- I should say, maybe, not just a what. Who. I go back to steps two and three, though, again. And that wonderful word, consider. Uh, we, we want them to consider, and we, we prayerfully ask them to consider Jesus in taking away this, this activity, this desire to keep doing this stuff that separates us from him. It's, we want to keep it, again, we just want to keep it as easy and simple and gentle 
as as possible because they're they're all going to be in that place, Mike. Yeah. Their their lives are ruined. I mean, it's a mess, and to to think that they're going to be at a point where and uh, many of them have tried all kinds of things. They've been to treatment. They've been through. They've been to hell and back. They've lost their health. They've lost their marriage. Um, we just have to keep it real simple, and that the prayer needs to to build on that simplicity that we've we've brought in steps two and three. Yeah, um, focusing in on the desire itself, not the problems, not everything in the consequences. But let's talk about let's prayer and stay prayerful about this desire for something that's only going to bring destruction and. Ultimately, if you keep up, keep it back up, you know, back into the prison. So as I look at this uh, step, um, there's kind of a, uh, it's an implicit good news in here. The last (laughs) phrase that says that separates us from him. And I want people to notice that this is an activity that we separate ourselves from God. And um, here's some really, really good news, though, for people out there. And you Elaborate on this as a preacher would, uh, but talk about uh, the the thing, the, the power of this, where we might separate us ourselves from God in kind of our perception, where we just ignore him, we don't listen to him, he's not a part of our lives on a regular basis, whatever that might be or show up as. But the reality is the Bible talks about God does not separate himself from his children. Um, he is always with us and he will always notice us and he will always be near us. And so um I just wanted to kind of end you know our conversation today about just that. That's some good news in here because our activity does separate us from him. And the activity can be as I said a minute ago, you know, ignoring God, not letting him into our lives for whatever reason. But the other side of that is the good really good news is that God does not separate himself from us. How can that help the addict? Well, that's the foundation of our whole program right there. And that's the beauty of these first four steps. And I've just seen it over and over and over again. The fact is, is these first four steps are so simple and so gentle. And, and you're right. God never separates us from him. That's, that's a, a unilateral decision that we make. He never separates us from, uh, from himself. The, the beauty of these steps is just in in considering that it might be I made the bed. You know, maybe I made this bed. You know, considering Jesus, then having a short little simple prayer. Boom, he's going to be there. He's going to recognize that. He's going to be excited about that. And it's just, we've seen it. You've seen it, Mike, a million times at step seven. We get, we get through step four. God's going to be on the scene at that point. And the beauty of these four steps, and we've talked about this too before, these, these four steps do not take very long to do. Right. You don't, have to, it's, you don't have to be real convincing when someone's laying in intensive care that they're living in a prison. Right. And it doesn't take a long time to simply consider that maybe I had something to do with this. Maybe the choices, the activity, the sin in my life, that takes seconds. And then we just ask him to consider Jesus, and then we have a, a little prayer. Uh, what do we have? Well, maybe maybe three, four minutes right. involved here, and yeah. you're all the way to step five now. And that's kind of where the rubber hits the road, and we'll get into that. But that's, that's where we step into a lifetime discipling 
Right. And that's that's the beauty of it. God is always there for us, always. Mm-hmm. And, and it, we just have to invite him. We just have to consider him, and he's going to... It's gorgeous. Yeah, my favorite name for God in the Bible, besides Jesus Christ, is, you know... It, is Emmanuel. Emmanuel. Our God, God is with us. God with us. Yeah, yeah. I love that name. God because with us. I get this picture of um, this this piece here. We separate ourselves from him. It's like we've closed the door. And uh, I know we talked about this, but Jesus is just there on the other side of the door. And I, I this picture I have is like he's, he's waiting, waiting. He, he's wanting to be there when we finally open that door again it's like if if we think we we walked far far away from that door and then we finally go back to the door we don't have to wonder if we're going to look out there and see him or not he will always just be sitting right there waiting right there he will never leave us that way and so i just i wanted to be clear that um the activities that we do as human beings that separates us from him only in the sense that we don't involve him and invite him and have him with us in that sense. But God is not going to, he's lovingly never going to force himself mm-hmm. to do anything that we don't want to do. And so we have to be in agreement then to, okay, I don't want to be separated anymore. And so how do I not be separated from him? Well, Jesus, please take these desires away from me that are ruining my life or have ruined my life that keep me separated from you. And Jesus is like, now we can work together. And it's it's just like the best friend you ever had. Right. That's what Jesus is. He's the yeah. best friend you ever had. And I remember when when I was given the mission statement for step seven. We we our, our mission statement is sharing Jesus with the addicted. I just knew in my heart that he loves that statement. He loves that statement. And he tells us that in, in his great commission. He, he says to go and make disciples of all nations. So in, in doing this, that this is exactly what we're doing is we're, we're, we're starting this discipleship process. And he loves that. And he's going to be there when you do these first four steps. When we, when we prayerfully ask him to take away this desire that separates us from him, he's, he's right there. And it's, it's just so beautiful. Uh, well... I, it's, I think it's also important for people to get that um, he, he will be here when we make mistakes as well. I mean, he, he doesn't, he's not there to whack you in the back of the head and say, look what you did now. It's a gentle, hey, I get it. You made a mistake. Let's keep going. Um, and there are, of course, consequences to things that we do. Boom. Yeah, there are consequences, and we have to remember that. But he acts... It's it's funny to see how he works through processes when it comes to our sin life because I think nine times out of ten he he originally speaks to us with a whisper, sure. Like yeah. maybe maybe you want to reconsider this. This yeah. might not be the. But when when we don't listen to that, we continue to separate ourselves from him. He'll probably give us some kind of challenge, a consequence, and if we continue to not listen, he has to speak a little bit louder to us. And that's what he does. And it only makes sense. He's just, he's just trying to call us home, but he speaks in a whisper. He'll give us a challenge. And if need be, he'll bring some chaos into our life. And we need to take a look at it. We need to recognize that things have gone south. Yeah. But he's just acting like a loving father. Yeah. You know. 
and he 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 invites us always to to be back with him. So the good news with this step is that you know our, I believe our ability to separate from him is so much smaller than his infinite ability to stay close to us. Yeah. And so um, just prayerfully say, God, I need these desires to be taken out of my help life and me. my heart. Please yeah. help me. And he'd be, he's, yes, I'm more than willing to do that. And these, you know, the next coming steps continue to help that process along. So anything else you'd like to talk about and share with, with our step today's step? You know, just again, the, the, the wonderful fact that we have, you know, we've got seven steps here. You can get through four of them in a matter of minutes right. and watch your life change. Yeah. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Give give Jesus a couple of minutes <laughs> and, yeah. and watch the fruit. It's beautiful. Yeah. God can take a couple of minutes and change somebody's whole trajectory. Oh, yeah. Um, and Amen. life can be different. Amen. Um, but yeah, never forced. It's always going to be only only uh, as you as you allow him. So Amen. Great, great conversation about step four. And next time we'll be checking in with uh, with step five in our series on the steps. Thanks again, Tom. You betcha, bud. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Step Seven Ministries podcast. If this story spoke to you and you'd like to help support this ministry, just go to stepseven.org and click on support. If you or someone you love is in need of recovery from addiction and are willing to consider Jesus as your higher power. We also invite you to give us a call to see if Step 7 Ministries is right for you. Located in Parker, Colorado, Step 7 Ministries is a small group-based ministry where men share their lives while finding true life application right out of the Bible. There are sober living homes and a weekly worship service along with many opportunities to grow, learn, and serve together. Just go to step7.org and click on the process button to learn more.